0: A three. Hashtag for future husband, heart heart. Hashtag exes at tonight's conversation. Hashtag verse TV A three B. Text. How would you feel if your significant other stayed in contact with an ex? Oh, how would I feel if my significant other, the man who I'm doing this with in mind, yes, how would I feel? Okay, baby, I trust you. And. <laughs> also an interest, and I go into this, this also, I will say that most of my long-term friends over my lifespan in the life, I guess, I don't But most of my long-term friends over my life, because I, I was about to share some other, uh, horrible, sad, unfortunate, uh, truths about myself. But, um, most of my friends at some point I dated at least like once. And then we like turned around and were like, let's be friends. And that was the significance of because for whatever reason, I was kind of uncomfortable sharing that part of myself with somebody who was heterosexual identified. And I was like, I don't know if I can because what I see on TV says that most heterosexuals are uncomfortable with homosexuals and such and the like and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, and that's how I developed my connection with the first non-family member, hetero person, hetero man. Who I told about that, like, and he, that's who I'm, I'm referring to when I speak of my heterosexual best friend, because he is. And I remember when I came out to him, I was really uh, concerned. I was like, I don't know how he's going to respond to this and me being in that. Because yes, I was renting the basement in a shared house and we were all millennials, those. so it, it was cool, it was cool, and I was like, if I tell him this, and he's like, I hate F words, and I don't, whatever, I don't know, so, but eventually, it might come out, because I do date guys, and I do bring dudes to the house, but And that, that was in my, uh, post prude days, but I eat like right now I'm in my post prude days because I was approved all the way up until I met the man that I thought I was going to marry and it didn't happen. So now I'm sort of in trying to, um, find my way N- not not find my way i honestly because i will share this because i have so much time around. i think yeah i think yeah um no i don't have so much time but i will share this i remember when i first broke up with the dude that i thought i was going to marry i was like And I was holding on to all of this for him and not having sex because I thought that I would save it for the man that I am going to marry. And it didn't work out with him. So I guess at this point, I've got to just, I'm not got to just, but I might as well just be like everybody else. And all my friends were having all of this sex with any and everyone. And I need to just throw it around and. Just be sexually promiscuous, boy. Anyway, but yeah. Nelly Furtado and Timbaland. But yeah, and and just be promiscuous and enjoy life. But I spoke with a friend. Yeah. And he was like, you know what, Aaron? What you don't want to do, you don't want to... Go out here and be like, I've got to be free and just explore and have all this sex now in my mid thirties because it didn't work out with him and end up getting something that you can't return. So that that sobered me and I was like, you know what? I don't need to do a bunch of stuff but I will and honestly I don't I don't think I've done much of anything ah very precious little I'm saving myself for my him my future husband thank you yes so just so you'll know it's going to be fresh for you anyway and I, I'm totally not somebody who's like you need to Save yourself sexually because that's what makes it so much better. I think you need to do what's right for you. And I think that you need to not let anybody else tell you what's right for you. If you're somebody who wants to hold on to it, hold on to it. If you're somebody who wants to give it up, be safe and acknowledge what might uh, be going on, what might happen. But give it up safely is what I'll say. Be safe. And sometimes abstinence is the best way to be safe. But yeah. And, you know, uh, to answer the actual question, different people. Oh, l- l- let me finish this about him though. My hetero best friend. So I told him that I was gay and I was all like, Oh my gosh, she's going to like hate me and think that I-, I need to not live here and blah, 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 and tell me to get out and blah, blah, blah. But he, he was just totally cool. He was like, okay. And he said his sister is gay. And that's a part of the benefit of people coming out of the closet because that is what's helping people to realize, oh, it's not just some made up thing on TV. It's some real thing that real people deal with and not deal with some, it's a real thing that real people are and experience. And that's the benefit of people coming out at the right time, at the right time. If you're a kid, and you know your parents are gonna kick you out when you come out, now is not the right time. At the right time, just like sex, the right time for you. Don't let anybody drag you out or tell you you need to do whatever, whatever, because it, man, we live our own lives, y'all. We do. And, yes, so, Mm -hmm. mutual trust and honesty is paramount as far as how do I feel about you uh, being in touch with an ex, being in touch with an ex. You can be in touch with an ex, I trust you. Yeah, baby, I trust you. Uh huh. <laughs> that that was almost like a bit of vocal fry. I trust you. Uh, anyway, but it, th- that was really just because my, my throat was dry. But yeah, baby, I trust you. I do. I love you. I do. Okay. And for anybody who has a problem with that. Okay. And and that wasn't a high five. That was a shut up. Okay. I I, I squished you out anyway, but I, I will say, yeah, some people communicating with an ex, they might be doing it for the sake of cheating. Sometimes. Yes. Sometimes. It's not the case. It's kind of like adopting a shelter cat in that you never know the personality that you're going to get. For example, my adopted shelter cat, and I love my baby girl, she talks a lot. A lot. Just like in the movie Mommy Dearest, when uh, Jean Crawford, Complaining about Christina Darling, who um, tried to negotiate what, um, not having to eat dinner. And uh, Mommy uh, Joan John Crawford, Faye Dunaway, played by Faye Dunaway, was like, she negotiates everything like a god darn Hollywood lawyer. And th- that's how I feel about my muffin because she talks so much. She, she, Negotiates everything like a gosh darn Hollywood lawyer. If it, she's going to jump on the counters, she talks about it before doing it. If she's going to jump down, she talks about it before doing it. When she's going to go to a different room, she talks about it before doing it. When she comes into a room, she talks about it before. It's like, oh my gosh. She negotiates everything like a gosh darn Hollywood lawyer. And, but yeah. Mutual trust and honesty is paramount. So like, share, subscribe. Oh, please. Oh my gosh. My finger just randomly clicked the uh, end button. And I was like, no, please don't do that. And I was able to, uh, Get, be steady enough to click the X to please don't do that. So we're all still here. Good. Like, share, subscribe. Click like again, and please don't forget to uh share again. I I know I mixed that up anyway. Hashtag underrated hype TV A three Angela Beauville, All she wants is love at Underrated Hype TV Hashtag verse TV A3C Underrated Hype TV Angela Bofill All she wants is love From Love in Slow
1: Motion Sitting by Her window pane Watching people go by She's thinking Is in her life. Oh, there was a time when she was radiant, but time waits for no one. Somewhere along, she lost her innocence just when she'd begun. Oh, she.
0: This song, so beautiful. And this song was actually from 1996. And to put things into context, Angela Bofill herself was in her early 40s when she did this song. And I loved this song. And I first fell in love with it in my early 30s. And for me, like powerful lines within the song that were like so powerful for me is like when she said there was, I I don't have to sing it, but I guess maybe they say sing is healthy. But she said there was a time when she was radiant, but time waits for no one. And at thirty, I I really felt that, and I my journey to self love as is real. It's real, y'all. I I I've had quite a journey, and I did feel that. And what what's so interesting about it is I did feel like, well, I guess I was radiant, but not now. But the truth is, when I was that age, I didn't even think I was radiant back then, but I I guess just in connecting with the song, I felt like there was a time that I was radiant, but not anymore, because Was, you know, another line that I love is when she sings. Oh, and it's another one that requires the deep breath because she sings some, I don't have to sing it, but somewhere along she lost her innocence. Just when mm, hashtag verse TV, stop it, stop it, you stop it. But somewhere along she lost her innocence just when she begun, just when she'd begun. And I see, and and this was like back in the day when they still, before everything was like totally exclusively beat driven, and I don't hate on beat driven stuff because I make beats myself. The intro music for Hashtag Verse TV is a beat that I made, but I love the live instruments and how different songs had like different musicians come in and play these instruments. And on that line where she says uh, somewhere along she lost her innocence just when she'd gone. The uh, keys play just when she wait somewhere along she lost her innocence just when she began do do and I I I just love that chord and it it's just so poignant with the lyrics I somewhere around there and it was just wow somewhere along she'd lost her innocence just where should we gone and i think about my first time that i engaged and i i, I remember i was one of those people who they s- i saw this one stupid article meme or whatever, that was like, people who lost their virginity in their teens up to 17 are normal. People who lost their virginity from 18 to 19, you're kind of questionable. People who lost their virginity from 19 to 20, something like that were the ages, but whatever me losing my virginity at 19, I was in the group of, according to that, of people, it's like, kind of questionable, kind of problematic. But as far as my first time being the summer that I went home for freshman, after freshman year in college, I... met a dude on collegeclub.com and we yeah hit it off for something and um i was like yeah i told him that i'd never had sex before and he's like You've never had sex before and you're talking to me about sex on a collegeclub.com? Sure thing. Right. Okay. Well, come on over. Come on over, baby. And I was like, okay. And I remember I sitting on stop sitting on his bed. I was so nervous. And I, I had my, um, hands in my lap and I was like tense and everything. And he was like, wow, this really is your first time having sex. And I was like, yeah, he's like, okay. And, and he was good. Um, and when I say he was good, I mean, he was a nice person. He was kind and such. And that was cool, you know? yeah so yeah yes 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 okay right he was a cool dude he wasn't horrible he was an alpha and I remember I was like I have an interest in alpha he's like okay cool suck this dick and yeah, there was a time when he uh, somewhere along she lost her innocence. Just when he'd be, she'd be gone. It's like that was the loss of my innocence right there. And I, I remember I used to love the uh, animated series, Dr. Katz. And I remember one of the uh, comedians that were on Dr. Katz's couch for the show. He was like, yeah, I remember the first time I had sex, I kept the receipt and I would always connect to that. I'd be like, yeah, you know, I didn't get a receipt, but I, uh, I could playfully say that, um, We met online, and that was back in the day before online was in vogue as it is now, like back when it was particularly shameful. And yes, but I also think about in terms of somewhere along she lost her innocence just where it began. Women who, like one of the women I went to high school with, who was pregnant in high school, you know, and it's like, I I get it, you know, it, it can feel like somewhere along she lost her innocence just when she'd begun. And it's like, yeah. Yes. Now the chorus is, all she wants is love, it's all she's dreaming of, waiting for that someone. She's all alone. Basically, she's saying all she wants is love, waiting for that someone I don't know. I'm drawing a blank, but whatever. Y'all get it. But yeah, all she wants is love. And my connection to that line is even all the way through my so-called thought days or sexual exploration days, I was just looking for love in all the wrong bedrooms. Huh. Huh. I don't want to blame him, but I'll because back in the day, like your first sexual experience was supposed to be with like somebody you went to school with or something like that. Somebody you were crushing on, you know, not somebody you met on collegeclub.com. I was like, we're like, Hey, you know, um, Hey, I remember I was so nervous when I went over there. Anyway. And, okay, so as far as that chord, I was off with it. And there was a time when she was beautiful. Da-da-da-da. that That's where the chord is. No, actually, no. There was a time when she was radiant so yeah, technically it was the first part, but there was a time when she was radiant. That chord is so excellent. Oh my gosh. Perfect placement. And when she was a young and free and beautiful, I stopped making me emotional. Hashtag verse TV, because I connected with that as well. And that was particularly when I was like, yeah, in my thirties, my early thirties, I was like, yeah, there was a time that I was young and free and maybe beautiful, but And the world was at my hands, but deep inside, she's still so beautiful. She just can't understand. All she wants is love. It's all she's dreaming of. Stop it. Hashtag verse TB. You stop. Stop. Okay. But yeah, Yeah, and I, yeah, I'd say, well, maybe the younger me was young and free and beautiful, but I was definitely young and free. I don't know about beautiful. My self-love journey has been quite a journey, you all. So, yes, it is real. My self-love road is real. And in the bridge. And and that's why I played so so much of the song. Although I, I think I'll continue to, it's kind of like radio show style, but she said, knowing love, knowing love just can't be too far away. Knowing love can't be too far. Knowing love can't be too far. Love is only where you are. And Yeah. There are people who say you have to learn how to love yourself first before you can love someone else. This is what I think about that. And I've seen people combat that, like mental health professionals, like, no, you don't have to love yourself before you can love somebody else because be loved by somebody else because babies are able to be loved by others and they don't know anything about self-love when they're babies. So you can as an adult too, but, and this, this is my conclusion on this. And I didn't even write it down because I just thought about it, but And importance of loving yourself before going out there into the world of dating is sometimes people don't want what's best for you. They know how to disguise what you want and pretend to be that thing and then Next thing you know, you're you're in a horrible connection with them. But because you didn't love yourself first, they just take all sorts of advantage of you. And even some people to the point of physical violence. And because you didn't love yourself first, you are stuck in that position because you're like, "It, it, it, You don't think you can do better now when it comes to relationships and working things out. Yes, that is important. And just because you have an argument doesn't mean you need to be like, I need to move on to somebody better than for me. No, you can work things out, but, and I have told my future husband this quite a bit to, uh, the point that he is like, I understand, please. But I'm like, put your hands on me once, because I had to do this in one relationship. Put your hands on me once, and that's the end of us. The end of it. I, I don't care how far we've grown, how far, whatever. That ends it all. That shows me that you didn't really love me in the first place. So, maybe the moral of this song is, Love and enjoy yourself, and don't give up on love, and love yourself enough to not be abused. All right, hashtag Verse TV family, this has been week one hundred. Nope, it's been week two hundred fifty-one. I'm Aaron Mack. This is two. Week 251, A3. And I, I think the way it'll be, it's A3, week 251 of Hashtag Verse TV. Talk to you all later, social media family. Peace. Uh, hashtag verse TV.com. Stay blessed. Hashtag Verse TV I'm Aaron Mag. Reset Hashtag Verse TV Family Hashtag Verse TV Hashtag Verse TV Family Reset Three. Reset.